and welcome to our podcast. It is called Cosplay and Cocktails. I am Jesse, as always. As always. And, you know, I'm Paige. You know. Uh, who is Jesse? What's up? Uh, you know, I'm getting ready to record a podcast with you. Oh, that's, yeah. Whoa. That's pretty, pretty exciting. We've been looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jesse, you got cocktail corner over there? I do. I made a cocktail that's got, uh, well, I'll tell you what, friends. It's mistake juice, but Uh-oh. so it's called Isage's Brew. Okay. And what it is was I took all the whiskey in my house and I poured a little bit of each one into a skull. Uh-oh. And then I put in six cherries. It tastes, it really, it's not bad because it's basically whiskey, but like it doesn't taste as good as any of the whiskeys do on their own. Really? Yeah, because they're not like whiskeys that you, like they're not even similar whiskeys. Like, right. And then six cherries. Uh, it's not bad. It's not as bad as uh, some of, you know, the ones that we've cooked up. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it if you don't have a podcast to come up with a cocktail for. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend You know what I was kind of wondering? We've been watching uh, those Ryan and Shane uh, fireside videos, right? Too many spirits. Too many spirits, right? Well, the Fireside chats, like they're fucking, who was it? Which president was it that did the fire? Eisenhower, I think. Um, but you know they rate their cocktails, but I, I was like, no, we probably can't do that because you would just give all my bad ratings, and I'd just give all yours bad ratings. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> I like your Bloody Mary mate. Thank you. Um. Anyway, I'm not having a cocktail once again. Uh, I found a new sour beer today at the liquor store. Um, it's actually a tart ale. But it's brewed with passion fruit and lime, and it's called Flamingo Fruit Flight. Fight, not flight. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> a great start. Um, I asked you earlier, like, can you mix Red Bull and alcohol and allergy medicine and melatonin? And I got a lot of, uh, yeah, I've got some allergy meds in me. Got a lot going on. It's that time of the year in the Midwest, yeah. the United States, folks. Uh, it's rough, rough going. Spring has sprung, and we've got, we've got that pollen. We we got that pollen. <laughs> um, hey Jesse, don't you have like a a segment that's not really new anymore? I do have a segment that's not new anymore. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. Womp womp baloop A womp bam. Oh, this is going to be an interesting night. All right. <laughs> so my question is, what do you reckon is like the most obscure children's show that you used to watch when you were a kid? Ooh, the most obscure? Yeah, like one that you remember that like almost nobody else remembers. So like for my brother and I, there's a lot of them because, you know, we were old country weirdos. Right. But... I think the number one for my brother and I is probably Naughty Shop. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell that is. He was a little... It's a British show. Uh-huh. And he's a little... I think officially he's a toy. That's just, like, his designation. Mm-hmm. But he has a little hat with a bell on it. And when people are sad, they smack him in the head. They, like... Oh, no. Like, that will make you feel better, which probably explains, you know... A lot about my sexuality as an adult. So I was gonna say that I feel like I'm have always been fairly mainstream, like with most things. That's why I said but, most obscure. It doesn't have to be really right. Like, but people probably so, naughty. Right. So thinking back, and I don't know the name of it, but it was like this live action Alice in Wonderland. Uh, oh shit! I know exactly what you're talking about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just, it was, oh my God, girl. Like, they have, like, this courtyard that's, like, the black and white. And the the intro was, like, a weird, like, 3D animation and live action, like, intro credits. Oh my God. I have no idea what the name is either, but I remember that intro. Oh my God. I 100% remember what you're talking um, about. 
Yeah, and it was really weird. Like there were live action through the looking glass. Was that what it was called, or something? Or like in the looking glass, something. I mean, there's been so many different like. I know that's the name of one of the books. Right. There's been so many different shows. I honestly don't know. I need to look it up and see if I can find it. But like, and then um, the only other thing I can think of is uh, this Dr. Seuss live action thing that my grandma taped for me. So it had uh, Kathy Majimi in it. And it was like, she went around to like different Seuss stories and like, you know, got herself into trouble. And it was, I think for like an anniversary or like his birthday or something. Um, but I remember like my grandma taped a bunch of stuff off TV for us on VHS tapes. And I remember watching that over and over and over again. Um, so the uh, Dr. Seuss um, uh, show with Kathy and Jimmy was called In Search of Dr. Seuss. And um, you can get it on DVD from Amazon for $15. Uh, it was, came out in like 1994. And hold on, there's somebody else in it. Who is it? Cast includes, oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd plays the cat in the hat, Patrick Stewart, Billy Crystal, Robin Williams. Whoa. So, like, yeah, like big, it, big names. So, and then the, um, after some research, the uh, Alice in Wonderland TV show that Jesse and I remember was called Adventures in Wonderland, and it came out in 1992. The name of it sounds right. I just would have thought it was later. Of course, I could have been watching it reruns, too. Anyway. Uh, those are my obscure TV shows from my childhood. Yeah, like I said, mine I think is probably either Naughty or David the Gnome. Oh yeah, we've 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 made mention of David the Gnome before. Yeah, that's what made me think of it with D and D because I play as a gnome generally in D and D. Um. So you want to get into what the episode's about, Jess? Yeah. Speaking Thank of D and D. Wow, that's crazy segue. Um, so one night. Uh, just I kind of got a wild hair. I was like, I'm going to go to bed early and then flash forward to <laughs> two o'clock in the morning. Wide-eyed Jesse scribbling frantically because I started writing a, we talked about both on the podcast mm-hmm. and off the podcast. Uh, you playing, I was going to say you role-playing with me, but please, I was like, whoa, just became please, the nighttime please. podcast. Um, but you like playing D and D or something like an it getting you an intro to it to see if you'd like it. So I had a good, what well, I thought was a good idea for a role playing game we can play on the podcast. So, uh, not going to say I'm as good as, you know, uh, Spencer Crittenden, you know, my DM, uh, <laughs> idol, um, for sure not Spencer Crittenden level, but uh, I thought I could write a simple or hopefully simple role-playing campaign that we could do on the podcast. So, uh, May, I honestly have no, if you're not familiar with role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons, that's the most famous one. Um, the thing about, and then again, this is more my opinion. There are some people that would maybe disagree with some of these things, but Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games, tabletop role-playing games, aren't really, like, can't really win or lose. It's all about telling a story. You know, playing pretend for however long and telling a good and Mm -hmm. fun story. Uh, Kind of goes hand-in-hand with this podcast. You know, it doesn't have to be, there's not really a point. It's just (laughs) to have fun and gab with your friends for an hour, uh, you know, every week or whatever, so... Um, if these are not D and D rules we're playing with, if you are a, um, uh, if you're a tabletop gamer, if you're a Dungeons and Dragons player, they're not D and D rules. I simplified them, so there's this is not like a a published role playing game. It's just a role playing campaign that I came up with with simplified rules based on Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, because that's what I learned to play was Five E, which is the newest edition. Yeah. So anyway. I'm going to be acting as um, mm-hmm. DM, uh, but I do have a non-player character that is my normal main player character that mm-hmm. I play as. Uh, she's decently powerful because due to a series of the DM not knowing what I was capable of, 
she's got a time stone. So she's like basically all powerful. <laughs> I incorporated her into the campaign as I like that's something I like to do. Um I have an NPC that's like a part of the traveling party. So then that's a very natural way to help guide new players. So when I do a campaign for a new person, now that's not something that I would probably do for an experienced player because you also run the risk of like the DM trying to guide too much. Um, so I wrote her into the campaign to be kind of a guiding and also because Normally, you would not play a role-playing game like this or like D&D with just two people. <laughs> um, you know, normally you'd have one dungeon master and two, three, four at least, usually uh, three, four plus player characters playing in the party. It's just the two of us. So um, I put my character in there to, uh, like I said, help help guide the story along, make a more realistic story. Uh, so, uh, like you said, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna go over every rule. You're gonna hear probably dice rolling because I am gonna roll manual dice and not use a, um, uh, you know, randomizer on the internet or a simulated dice roller app or anything like that. I like rolling real dice. I've got a million real dice. I'm rolling real dice. So, if you hear that yes. noise, uh, it's dice. <laughs> um, I'm gonna roll for Paige because Paige doesn't have. D&D dice, that's something that's generally player's preference. Uh, so the campaign that I came up with, like I said, I have simplified rules. If anybody wants the simplified rules, um, you can hit me up at uh, cosplaypod at gmail.com. That's right. We fucking got it. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to play. Like I said, now the thing about role-playing games is because there's a nature of storytelling and a nature of improv, you never really know how long the campaign might go. So we may finish tonight. We may have to break and do a second episode. I literally have no idea. We'll see how it goes. How this podcast works. It may, it may descend into madness in the first 10 minutes and then the whole yeah. thing is a wash. All right. So the first thing we need to do, yes. Paige, is name your character. And roll some dice and assign some characteristics to your okay, character. Okay, so do I know anything about my character starting out? Well, it's pretty much, I'll tell you, it's, if you'd like to play, uh, I'll give you a little background on the okay. campaign, I guess, that may help you decide. So, you and your childhood friend, he saged the encounter. That's your childhood oh, okay. friend's name. I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, you and your childhood friend, comma, Esage the Encounter, uh, live in a fantastical realm similar to the one in which we live. Okay. But not like a, a parallel universe to the one in which we live. Okay. And this world you live in has been... Um, it's been wrought by plague. Oh. You got real, real bad plague. Everybody's got chlamydia. Oh, no. Chlamydia virus. Let's call okay. it that. They, you get where I'm yeah. going with this? I'm picking you up with not, the similarities. <laughs> well, I kept intentionally the world in which we'll be playing. It's basically a fantasy version of the world in we, which we live. So you'll find some characters that have different names and are different races, but, you know, still will seem familiar to people familiar with pop culture in our universe. So, for example, if you came across an orc named William Ratner... Oh, my God. <laughs> you would probably be able to discern some of his characteristics... Right. From what you know about the world right. in which we live. So anyway, so you're meeting up with your childhood friend. You, you've been long friends since childhood. I'm not, not going to give you too much of a sage's backstory unless anybody wants it. <laughs> Write into us at cosplaypod <laughs> at gmail.com. 
Um, but kind of went on different paths in life, but you still hang out, even though she's got a time stone. <laughs> and you uh, can sit, in the, the plague is starting to uh, uh, fall okay. away, it's lessening the plague. So to celebrate the ending of the plague, there's a faraway kingdom called Atlangia. <laughs> okay. And they're going to hold a big festival and tournament <laughs> to celebrate falling away of this plague. Okay. The name of the festival is Dragontopia. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so again, you can probably see where we're going with this. So essentially, I've created a fantasy version of DragonCon. And our goal in this quest, or your goal as the player character, is to make sure quest, that my childhood best friend doesn't get too uh, sloppy at the taverns. No, I probably should have done that, but that's <laughs> not the direction. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> your, your goal is to make it to um, a, so you're, it, there's going to be at the final day of, it's officially a five-day event at this point in our history in uh, Atlantia. So our goal on the last day, they have a big closing ceremony, okay. right? And uh, we are, we've been sent there, you know, we're going to the celebration to celebrate, mm -hmm. but also so that we can report news from this event uh, like town criers to the other people of the right. realm. So we need to make it to the closing ceremony so that we can do our final report to the people of the okay. realm. So that's our primary goal is basically survive, survive to survive to Monday afternoon <laughs> at Dragon Con Fantasy yeah. Edition. So uh, we begin our adventure. We meet our players, a player, just uh, outside the gates of Atlantia. And on the side of the road, you, Naira Moonvale, that's, that's me, uh, you, you see a uh, ye olde merchant yeah. man. And he says, ah, salam and welcome. Because uh, that's a Latin right, reference. I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> and beckons you to come and look at his wares. So now that's where you come in. Okay. Just tell me what you want to do. So I describe a scene to you. You tell me what you'd like to do. I tell you if you can do that or not. And then I roll dice. Let's go see what he's got. Okay. So you approach the vendor and the vendor says, ah, good morrow, ladies. Do you see any wares you would like to examine closer? So you look at the merchant's wares and he appears to have some assorted uh, weaponry and some food provisions, uh, some assorted liquids in various vials and also some uh, papers and scrolls, mm -hmm. uh, as well as a few uh, simple clothing items. Any of that spark your interest? I want to know what's in his vials. His vials? So you ask the uh, vendor what's in those vials, and he says, oh, you don't need to worry about my vials. <laughs> don't worry about those. Uh they don't, the vials don't concern you. Okay. Hey, Sage, what do you say about trying to, should I see if this guy will tell me what's in his vials? Yeah, well, you might as well. Let's go right. ahead and ask him. I don't think, I don't think he'll get too mad at us if we ask President about his vials. Be like, so now you would say, like, address the shopkeeper. So I'd probably say, as Sage, if I were playing, 
oh uh, hey like hey shop cool we're cool we we know vile stuff you can <laughs> you can you can trust us with your vile knowledge i've got a time stone sir so like get do you see how now like how you kind of like you know you right. just bullshit that's like what the right. beauty of D. so like that's something that i would like you know like the normal bullshit that you talk about like when you have any kind of daydream or whatever, you know? Um, so I'm going to walk over and I'm going to pull my cleavage out a little bit and be like, Oh, okay. well, there you go. The now I, as the DM have decided I'm going to give you an extra plus one modifier to your charisma. I'm going to lean onto the table from that and be like, uh, so, uh, I really like vials. <laughs> the name of this episode is I really like vials and I would just be really really excited if you'd show me I don't know a lot about vials but you seem really like really smart and like skilled and like now, that's perfect yep <laughs> now so now I as the DM have decided that that's something that this character I've created probably would be into okay so I have chosen to, if because of that, give you advantage. Uh, your first one is a nine. You got a nine and a six, and you don't need to write it down because neither one of them convinced him. He says, uh, listen, I, I like your cleavage. It's very nice, but th- this vials are serious business, ma'am. I can't allow you to, I'm going to have to ask you to quit. Quit looking at my vials. Um, okay, well, uh, now I'm interested in his weapons. Okay, now those, he's happy to sell you. This is Atlantia, after all. What do we got here, shopkeeper? What kind of weapons are you? He has a brown leather whip, a uh, bejeweled rapier, a uh, mace, but that's you know like a right, katoon, right, right. not a uh, a naginata, which also a katana and a dagger. Uh, I'm really interested in the whip. I thought you would be. That's why I wrote it first. <laughs> weapon. Uh, the whip costs uh, twenty gold pieces. You have 500 as a reminder. You want to write that I down somewhere. Written down. Uh, can I try to use my charisma to uh, knock that price down a little bit? I'll let you. Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, I want to. I want to buy something from you, uh, but yeah. So you know, since you won't show me these vials, I just you know, what if what if uh, how about 15 gold coins instead? Uh. All right, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll take 15 for it, says the shopkeeper. So you purchased a whip for 15? Uh, Sage says, well, wait a minute. Before we go on, I want to look at these scrolls, because I think one of them might be a guide to the oh, festival. That's good. That's good thinking. Yeah. You want to take a look at that? Sure, with me? I'd love to. I mean, you're... Okay. Uh, Asage, you're the planner, and you're the one that's going to want to carry the scrolls the whole time, but I'll look at them. Yeah, so if you choose to get the scroll, uh, uh, it's free and takes zero, costs zero dollars, so grab yourself one of those scrolls. You ask the shopkeeper about the scroll normally, and then he says, oh yeah, those are free. Uh, It's a a guide. I would would love the scroll. Thank you, sir. Let's roll. Let's roll. Uh, Okay, so you walk in to the gates of Atlantia and make your way to the festival ground. Yep. And now we enter into the gates of Atlantia. And all around us, we are greeted by the, or you and your friend, are greeted by the familiar sights, sounds, and smells of Dragontopia. What's that? 
I smell a dumpster. Oh. Anyway, familiar sights, sounds, and smells of Dragontopia. So, uh, okay, so you see, you know, over to your right and down a hill slightly, you see vendors <laughs> uh, selling their wares of all sorts. You've never seen so many different vendors in your whole life. And you see food uh, vendors, you know, bakers and uh, ales and vineyards selling their goods. Uh, and you see a stage that's got some entertainment going and some uh, a big open field with uh, jousting and uh, uh, farther to the left, uh, you see some interconnected uh, glamping style tents uh, and also some smaller uh, like pup tent style, uh, you know, lodgings. Correct. Uh, Sage, correct me if I'm wrong, but over there on that uh, fine uh, gentleman's table, it seems he's selling up plush uh sea creature well i actually uh sage says to you uh, i'm actually not sure if it's a sea creature to me it appears to be some sort of sea creature and some kind of feline oh um, you're right you're right it mashed up maybe he's taken the head of a of a house cat and sewed it on to some sort of uh squid or something i'm, I'm not quite sure are you wanting to go investigate it uh, you know, maybe we should, maybe we should, um, go to our lodgings first and maybe investigate all of the, uh, vendors, uh, wares a little later. Um, I don't know that I want to carry around a half, uh, house cat, half sea creature. I mean, uh, that's just what it looks like to a sage. So a sage, uh, shall we journey to our lodgings that you've secured for us? Yeah, I, you know, uh, uh, a sage recounts you with the tale of each year uh the great king <laughs> i forgot who the king was the great tournament of king king woody uh, it wasn't woody i made his uh uh he's king 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 harrelson for of the forest realm oh yes of the wood yeah, King Harrelson of the Forest Realm, as you know, each yes. year, uh, each year in preparation for Dragontopia, he has a great uh, tournament. Uh, and I compete in this tournament every year. And this year I was lucky enough to win an event and uh, be bestowed upon uh, top tier lodgings by King Harrelson. Your great um, skills in the uh, games of uh, King Harrelson always astound me. Astonish. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, you and a sage, you go into your. It's a, uh, like I said, kind of a glamping style tint. It's a rich uh, blue, red, and yellow brocade uh, that the uh, tent itself is made out of, with circular pattern. Uh, nice. Uh, centrally located location. Uh, it's a pretty nice tent. Good job, Asage. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, Asage, should we um, leave our things and go uh, find some food and drink? Uh, yeah, you want to change into your change your clothes, though, weren't you? Change your vestments into some more appropriate attire. Uh, yes. Uh, I would like to put on uh, this very flowy gown. Okay, putting on of, a flowy gown of blue, <laughs> of midnight blue. There you go. You don't have to like. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. Um, Asage, I'm going to put away my uh, all of my clothing and my toiletries. I'm going to tie my uh, whip around me. Okay, um, and uh, you still have your scroll. Yeah. Excellent. 
All right, Asage, I'm starving like Marvin. Let's go find some food and drink. <laughs> starving like Marvin. <laughs> uh, all right, where you, you where you want to go? Uh, is there is there a, a nice um, place close by that we could uh, sit down and and uh, discuss what we're going to do first uh, on this glorious day of? Oh, uh, I, I think that sounds like a fine idea. And, you know, we're staying in uh, each king, each realm has their own encampments. That And we ended up in King Harrelson's ha- encampments, as I previously uh, recalled to you. Correct. Um, and right here in this very encampment, uh, King Harrelson's encampment, there's a nice little uh, pub called the Deer's Head Pub. Love uh, and I think that that would be, you know, it just has some standard fare. Uh, food tends to be pretty good there, as you recall. So, or maybe you don't recall, but we we tend to like it all right. So, yeah, I recall. I recall. And it's close. So we'll just go ahead and eat there. Yeah, let's pop on over there. Okay. Okay, so we walk to the the pub. Now we're at the pub. We walk in, and it's busy. You know, it's Dragontopia after all, so the pub's quite busy. Uh, uh, We see over uh, in one of the corners, there's a group of the new steam technology enthusiasts. Mm. Uh, Those with their brass gears and uh, gizmos and various uh, machinations. Uh, They're discussing... Uh, the upcoming tea-based festivities, such as tea racing and tea uh, duel. Uh, so uh, we see them, and uh, we see lots of other groups uh, that we recognize from previous different factions and clans that we recognize from previous Dragon Topias. We uh, approach the bar and see that there are scrolls with menus uh, placed, you know, every so pa- so many paces uh, on the bar. So we grab one and we look it over. Uh, and you see uh, there's some various alcoholic-based libations, a few ales, a few spirits, and some different wines and meads, grogs. Uh, and you see some foods... Uh, they have a uh, meat and cheese based uh, selections and uh, some also roasted vegetables and other assorted uh, standard food fare. Uh, flag down the barkeep. Okay. And I say, uh, part, pardon me, sir, um, but my dearest friend, Asage, and I would like to order uh, one of your. Um, shareable uh, menu items to eat okay. to snack upon. Um, yeah, it's and more specific. I want I want some uh, some pretzels, sir. I want some large pretzels. Well, we don't have. I don't know what this pretzel you speak of is, ma'am. I'm afraid we don't have that in our realm. <laughs> Perhaps I could bring you some uh, various. <laughs> Uh, breads, meats, cheeses, and fruits from our uh, local. Yeah, I would farm. love a platter of uh, breads, meats, cheeses, and fruits, uh, kind oh. sir. Uh, could we also get? Um, I would like. I heard there is a Dragontopia themed uh, drink that you offer. Oh, uh, I would like to. Yes, yes, there is. I would like yes. that as well. Okay. All right. So uh, while we're waiting says Isage. Why don't we uh, look at this here scroll? Uh, Isage, uh, I would be interested in seeing what the um, evening entertainment looks like this evening. I've heard tale of uh, great great, uh, great parties that are had on the first night of Dragontopia. Uh, yes. Well, uh, so you want to look specifically at parties for tonight? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, so parties that we have. There's a party for the contemplative uh, monks 
Uh, it's a bit of a quieter affair uh, where they uh, tend to spend time in fellowship with each other uh, in preparations for, you know, the festive festival for Dragontopia, you know, kind of get a nice central balance. So it's a bit of a quieter affair. Um, then there is a party for new... Uh, new uh, Dragontopia attendants uh, to, you know, teach them about the weekend and the, the upcoming festivities. And then there's uh, the party that we generally go to, uh, the uh, courtesan party. Uh, yes. uh, where okay. everyone dresses in more uh, more revealing type of clothing, uh, a little bit sexier. Uh, Scandalous, I might say. Like like the famous uh, uh, courtesans from the ancient king uh, of the agrarian lands. Uh, you re- may remember uh, King Hugh of the Agrarian Lands uh, and his famous, yes. famous, famous courtesan. So uh, this is, you know, King Hugh's courtesan party. Uh, oh. um, Sage, do you see anything that strikes your fancy? For, well, for you know, this is, I said, I said, you know, when we set out on this adventure, I've been away with my time stone. And so I don't feel that it it is ethical for me to make the decision. Uh, this is your your weekend, so I am at your your uh, your mercy. Great, perfect, love that. So Sage, I say let's go to the courtesan courtes goddamn courtesan party. Okay. Um, uh, but should we change our clothes first? Oh uh, yeah, we. You, I did pack something for the occasion, so. Oh. Uh, did I? Yeah, you can assume that any like. A sage. Uh, what do my wandering eyes see? Are those two of those dueling mus- musicians that you like? No, so much? no, 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 no. They're not. You're mistaken. <laughs> But it looks like they are. No, I don't. I I don't think so. Listen, they are on the schedule for this weekend. But uh, even if it is them, I, you know, we're trying to get to this party. I think we should prioritize the party. Like I said, it's your weekend. Let's not bother them while they're eating. We'll, you know. Um. So you and a sage go back to your lodgings. And you change into your uh, your costumes for King Hugh's party, or the King Hugh inspired part in party, uh, I should say. You know, the king actually doesn't have anything to do with it. It's a bit of an underground affair, uh, as you know. Uh, so uh, out we go. go. Uh, and there's generally a bit of a line to get in uh, since it's a small space and a lot of people. Uh, so we wait for a few minutes. Uh, we could, you know, probably jump the line due to all of my clout, but I, I don't like to do that, says the sage. Um, you know, I don't like to name drop uh, due to my many victories in King Harrelson's game, so we shall wait. So get we in wait line. in line. Uh, we meet some interesting characters uh, in line. We're given some gifts, which is, the, you know, as you know, a Dragontopia tradition to exchange small gifts and trinkets uh, in celebration okay. with your fellow festival goers. So uh, we enter into the party, the tent that the party is in. We look around and, you know, survey the scene. And you see, uh, you know, a lot of costumes that you're interested in. Uh, You've heard 
that some people that you know might be at this party, so you're kind of keeping an eye out for them. Sage, is that our dear friend over there from years of uh, Dragontopia Pass, uh, Sheila of Scarlet Boots? Scarlet. Why, well, I, I do believe that it is. Yeah, so we can shall we say, go say hello. hello. You approach your friend Sheila. And, you know, you have your greetings. It's been long time since uh, due to said plague. <sighs> and I'm <laughs> making myself sad. Uh, Sheila asks, oh, Naira, are you yep, planning yes, on entering the costume contest this evening? You know, I actually have a fairly terrible stage right uh as is my good friend to sage but we we sh- might talk about it are you are you going? uh she says you know i don't know uh i hadn't planned on it this year just gonna focus on uh you know hanging out in a more low you know you know chill type of environments than you know, we've had so long without a dragontopia i don't know sage what do you think i mean uh, on one hand, you know, it would be nice to just enjoy it and uh, visit with all of our new friends that we've made from, uh, you know, our telling of of um, stories. Of the news, um, uh, but also the, the news back to the people deep, deep, deep. Yes, the, the, <laughs> that. The, that. <laughs> but uh, on, a, on the other hand, you know, it, it might be nice to enter a said contest and uh, that would be another story. Oh, and you know, uh, Naira, also Naira, you make a good point, but also, you you know, you never know what the prize might be as well. Could be a great prize. Uh, Sage, I think we should do it. Let's All right. It. So you and a Sage go find the, uh, necessary people put your names down and go up to be judged let's see if you win any prize oh you won the whole shebang you won Uh, would you like to know your prize so your oh prize God, is going to uh, take up some of your carrying capacity. Okay. And you have now a sash, a satin sash that uh, gives you advantage on all your charisma rolls from now until the you don't have it anymore. So you've got now a magic that. sash. That has a weight of two pounds. It's got uh, like jewel encrusted. You put your sash on, or you can put it in if you want to have a bag. Yeah, so you put on your sash. Uh, You you should wear it proudly. Sage, look at that dance floor. (laughs) It looks so lonely. All right, let's go dance. Let's go dance. Yeah. And celebrate my great Yeah, so as you're dancing, you're approached by many, many suitors. Uh, you know, you're prop- propositioned uh, a young man in a brown uh, satin jacket asks if you'd like to accompany him back to his tent. I'm going to turn... Okay. I'm turn this gentleman away. No, sir. Uh, I'm not interested uh, in your advances. He, you know, he's a little bit disappointed, visibly disappointed, but he respects your wishes and uh, ret- retreats away into the night. Uh, you continue dancing uh, into the hours of the night. A few times out of the corner of your eyes, you see, think you see some Oh, it says you fell hey. on the floor. Are you okay? <laughs> That's she's in a trance. She's got to go to a trance state. 
recharge our dancing batteries. Anyway, you dance well into the night. And uh, you see uh, over in a few times out of the corner of your eyes, you think you see some uh, familiar shapes in the corners, maybe some shadowy figures, uh, but you're not quite sure. Uh, so you just, you know, put it out of your mind. Uh, okay. Eventually... The lights are raised in the tents, and uh, the officials uh, that throw the party inform you that they need everyone to clear out so that the tent can be cleaned to be used for the next day's festivities. Uh, so you and a sage bid goodbye to Sheila uh, and return to your lodgings. I mean, Asage, I feel like we should probably kind of get an idea of what we're going to want to be okay. awake for in the morning. Uh, so if you'd, if you'd be so kind as to grab your... I'm going to take my makeup off. While the you, oldie, uh, with my the oldie makeup wife. My, the my oldie, oldie Neutrogena. Um, <laughs> <laughs> while you... Would you uh, yeah, so... I'm not going to read you the entire schedule because, you know, it's very, 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 very large. Right, right. Well, what? What's yeah, I'm just going to give you the highlights of that, uh, you know, we would normally be interested in. So, scheduled for right. tomorrow at 10 o'clock in the morning is uh, a belly dancing um, class. Oh, it says, you know, we always really we love, love the idea of it, of but yet how never, <laughs> never made it happen. Uh, <laughs> at 10 a.m., there's also a uh, panel from uh, Billiam Ratner, the famous orc. I'd rather stay very <laughs> far away from that one, Asage. And then uh, later in the afternoon, there will be an appearance by your uh, that. Uh, Oh, that entertainer that you enjoy. Uh, uh, the actor from uh, those oh. plays that uh, recounts the great heroes. Uh, the oh, marvelous the heroes. Yes, why it says right here from the schedule, Antonin Stanza. <laughs> Famous actor oh. of... <laughs> My heart... So uh, that's at two o'clock in the afternoon is his, uh, he'll be speaking. Uh, I don't really know what he'll be doing per se. It just says he'll be appearing. It doesn't really matter. And uh, also uh, at, uh, in the afternoon here at uh, 3 p.m., there's a famous, <laughs> famous bards. Two set mandolin. No, I you don't know don't anything, anything about that. <laughs> that seems unlikely. No, no. Uh, but you know, all of these people will be uh, appearing at other events throughout the uh, weekend. So if we can't, if something else happens, uh, there's also assorted parties tomorrow night. Probably we'll just deal with that. Uh, tomorrow night I think if we decide we want to go to a party um, I know sometimes it says you have a you have a hard time after drinking so much uh, mead uh, being able to go to I, know, I, always know. So I just don't we'll drink see. we'll see how we feel Asage, I'm going to get in that clawfoot bathtub here in a minute uh, and then probably go to bed. I think it would be a good idea for us to get plenty of rest tonight. Yeah, we gotta uh, get up at 10 a.m. and go see Billiam Ratner. No, no, no. I want to go to Belly. Oh, uh, well, you know, you never know what may happen uh, on the way Terrifying. to the market. Um. Okay, so that is the end of our first installment of Jesse's Not Quite d, &D. Tabletop role-playing uh, game. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and we'll see see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like I said, episode. we'll see what it sounds like when it's edited. 
what what shenanigans will Naira yeah. say? Like you said, see if if you guys like it's a new thing we're trying again because there aren't cons and there's only so many. You know, there's all you know only so much for us to talk about <laughs> that we haven't talked about before. So we're trying something new. Let us know what you think about uh, playing Dragon Con and tribute. If you want to join, if you want to be a guest, uh, but yeah, if you if you want to be a guest on the D and D campaign that Jesse has put together, yeah, uh, on the podcast, let us know. Um, you can do that and more uh, when you follow along with us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, we're also over on the Twitter at Cosplay Pod. Um, and you can send us stuff. You can follow along. Uh, you can share pictures with us. All kinds of things. Um, but you can do so much more over uh, on the email with uh, good old <laughs> country. Uh, yeah. So you can send us corrections. That's the one that we never want to forget if we screwed anything up. Uh, you can send us weird fish pics, interesting plants, and mushrooms. Uh, nerd news. Speaking of nerd news, uh, I found like Wizard World is officially going forward with the NFT thing. I got an email today about right. joining the beta. So, um, for and I signed up for it. Yeah, I I went yeah, ahead I and signed up for the beta because I was like, I just want to see what exactly they're doing. Like, right. just it's it's interesting new technology, you know. And I interested how it will affect right. the industry of cons. Uh, so if you got any right. news on that or just any nerd news, send it our way. We'll repeat it probably more wrong on the podcast. <laughs> Well, if you'd like your news just to be just slightly more wrong, get it from us. Cocktail recipes. That's a huge one. Mocktail recipes. Uh, questions for I ask you a question. Answers to I ask you a question. Remember that that question is not just for Paige. It's for you too, listener. Uh, we're trying to start a conversation here. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk to uh, us. Yeah. Email us at cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. Uh, that's gmail.com. Or, um, you know what? We also got cosplaypod. My most proudest achievement. Um, okay. Yeah, I reckon we're done. Are we done? All right. <laughs> I reckon that's Get it. Long, little doggy. <laughs>